Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we're talking about a topic that I don't hear many people talking about in the launch space. I feel like it's something that we kind of take for granted that happens, that we think people should know to do. And as someone who works with people through their launches, as they're going through launches, and just in the trenches on launches in general, I know that this one thing always happens. And in the cases when it doesn't happen, things don't really get off to a great start. Every launch begins with a conversation. It doesn't matter who you have it with or who has it with who. Hopefully it's you and one other person, but it might be a coach. It might be your journal at first, but you need to have this conversation. It's the step most systems, most free calls, most programs, most courses, and most cheat sheets never really include as a checkbox. You know, there's a checklist of things that we usually get (laughs) that starts somewhere between knowing who your audience is, defining that, which is definitely important, and what the, knowing what those people want to buy from you or what they need, what they're struggling with, or that transformation they're in search of. All of that is also very important. But this conversation is, is actually a real conversation. It's like a kickoff call, almost the mother of all kickoff calls. The kickoff before the team gets hired, before maybe even the product gets created, before any partners are contacted, before any videos are made, before any leaking happens. I like to think of this conversation as more of a confessional. And it's kind of where you lay down your hopes, your dreams, your fears, your plans, if you have any, for the launch, why you want to do it, when you want to do it. But don't worry, it's not a loosey-goosey conversation. I want to make sure that you guys understand that right away. This is actually a necessary conversation. And before we get into the specifics of, of the different, the kind of different things that I believe you should talk about, um, let me just say that your launch conversation must be had with someone who knows you and your business well, someone like a coach or a mastermind partner or a business bestie, someone who you can trust to let you share what's going on and what you want to do without the fear of judgment or someone to say, that's not a great idea. Someone who's just going to listen, let you process. Because really, this conversation, this this talk, it's, it's a mix of specifics and elements that maybe you can't really define yet or put into words. It's important Someone can ask you the right questions and let you share whatever comes out. So let's dive in to the specifics and the different parts of this conversation. There are three that I'm going to talk to you about today. The third one is actually the most juicy one, and we'll probably spend most of our time there because I think that that third piece is where many launches falter. So that part of the conversation is really critical to start start having now and start figuring out. All right? Okay. And it's going to really tie into a workshop I'm teaching next week. So 
If you want to know more about that, I will talk to you about it at the end of the episode. You can obviously, if you'd like, look at the show notes as you're listening on the blog, and you'll also see a link to what that workshop is. But for now, let's talk about part one of the conversation. So this one, you want to consider part one like the top layer. You will be talking, answering, getting clear on some of the more surface questions. And it's really useful in this case to have someone ask you pretty simply, like almost ask you questions, prompt you to give answers. Um, You know, this might not be the case for everyone, but I know I do very well when I'm asked a question as opposed to just offering up what I want to do. I like having to answer. And I, I do think it, it, it's actually a really great exercise to get into is just answering these questions. So here are those six questions. What are you launching? Is it, your, is it for your current audience? And if so, who are those people? Three, how did you discover your audience or community want this? And what proof do you have that they do want this? Like specifically, did you, did you have a whole long thread in a Facebook group? Did you have multiple people emailing you? Have you had clients who constantly need or want something that you can create for them? When do you want to launch? Is what you're launching similar to any other product out in the market in the same industry? If so, who are your direct competitors? Do you have direct competitors? Have you done that market research to see what's out there? Really important. And what's also great about looking for your direct competitors is this question. How do you plan to be different from them? How do you plan to stand out? What is different about you? Tell me something about yourself that and about this product that you're creating that makes you and kind of the experience different. And, and that's actually the key. What about your, the, their experience with you is going to be different? Okay, so part one is a very surface level question. So we won't even go into these because I think these are pretty self-explanatory. Just have someone ask you these questions. It can be on a Skype call. It's really great to have them do this in person, though. Highly recommend that. Um. You know, sometimes you might be able to just tell someone all the answers to these questions without them prompting you. So I have friends that have no problem verbal processing, while I actually like to be asked questions. So you got to feel this out. If you're the type of person who has a hard time kind of expressing themselves, clarifying your thoughts... Have just, just have someone start with these questions, and if other ones come up, great. If you can record the conversation, even better. If it's on Skype, call a recorder that thing. Seriously, it will. You, then you can go back, you can listen to it, or you can get it transcribed, and you will have a record of what you wanted to achieve on that launch. You may even want to include some sort of discussion about what your goals are as far as revenue, number of people that you'd like to have the first time you sell something. It's up to you. But regardless, keep it pretty surfacey stuff. Okay, now part two of the conversation. Let's get into that. Okay, part two, you're going to probably start working on some deeper details together. 
and you'll either be writing it out as you talk or putting sticky notes on a calendar or again, recording, which I think is really helpful. I'm going to actually put two resources in the blog post. It's over on the blog, depending on where you're listening to this. One is my 10 steps you should go through before you do anything else, but after this conversation, but before anything else. And it's my launch workbook, which I generally update, you know, every six to eight months or so, or just, you know, I definitely revisit it. So it is an updated version of what I do with myself and my clients and anybody I work with on their launches and things that I prompt them. So go go through this workbook, fill it out, talk it out, you know, get out that sticky, the sticky notes, get out your calendar. And we're not going to go in deep on that because I feel like that is a great exploration tool that you can have right there. You're going to do things like talk about your goals, talk about, figure out how many eyes does that mean that you need on your launch? How, when when are you going to launch and why? What and and I think some of the other questions might be um, figuring out more deeply who your customer is, and then also talking more about what you're actually offering, what its aim is, like what is the outcome that you're promising, what is the transformation that you're selling, what is the change, the improvement, what are you offering? Um, It also helps you flesh out some of the launch content you might create as you lead up to your launch, your pre-launch content. It might even give you some ideas on finding partners. So it really covers the basics of putting a real launch plan together. And instead of going into each one of those, because I definitely have done that before, I'm going to point you over to that. And I would highly recommend going through that. You can go through the workbook on your own. And then maybe talk through it with someone. And just as you did in the first part of the conversation, kind of think about, uh, think about and, and no- notice actually even how much clearer you get in this second part of that conversation. But the reason why I'm, I'm kind of glossing over that is because we are still not all the way deep yet. The deepest part is the one you should be worrying about. And you should be thinking about the most. Um, It's more important than everything. And it's the thing that's going to keep you centered during the launch, keep your your audience engaged, help people understand why they should buy from you, help people want to be in your world, have some sort of experience with you, whether it's just buying a mug or, or being in your coaching program. So it just, you know, depends on what you are doing. So here's what it is. So lots of people talk about the launch story or the launch narrative, but they don't really tell you how to create it. Um, you kind of have to go go kind of based on instinct and say, okay, well, a story, I know what a story is. I know what a narrative is. And so you kind of guess at what to do. And that's okay. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But I'm going to go in depth on creating the launch story in an upcoming post and then even deeper inside the Fearless Launching 2.0 upgrade, which we're working on. This is really, I think, critical to the launch. And it's something that, again, unless you're talking about it, you're not, unless you have that this conversation in advance, you might not even know you have a story. 
So let's, let's kind of go into this and, and kind of figure out a really easy, straightforward way to get there. Okay. So, so let's just say before we get there, some really basic, easy steps you can take are to figuring out what your story is because your story doesn't have to be all deep and meaningful or only it's 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 a it's again a combination of the surface and the under on the underside of it the deeper stuff so first define all the marketing activities of your launch okay i'm gonna have a video series i want a blog series i want my challenge i want my webinar i want this i want that i want downloads everything i want all the things Hopefully you're not doing all the things unless you have an, an amazing team working with you and lots of resources, meaning money and a good budget. But if you do, that's great. You know, just give yourself the time to create all those pieces. So you defined all your marketing pieces. Great. Number two, um, you know, whether you're using multiple channels, activities to lead to those or activities to lead to the open sales window or when that cart opens, Consider what the main theme is going to be throughout all of these marketing activities. So whether it's you lead with a challenge that then leads to a workshop, that lens leads to, I don't know, an interview series or a, a blog series, you have to kind of think to yourself, what's the theme throughout this? What's the underlying thing that I can keep coming back to? You don't have to look for necessarily the theme and the content, but you can say, what's something that I want to keep coming back to? I want to kind of keep hammering in as the reason we're doing all of this stuff. And it's not just about leading to your launch. Like what's the underlying theme? Okay. It's how you'll decide what content gets shared in the first place, what recurring promise or kind of little thing. It's like a little nugget you kind of keep coming back to. And you can have a few different nuggets, but as long as they're recurring, you can have one or two. And you're going to keep coming back to that to connect all of those activities. So you see, the less activities you have, the less of the, you, you don't have to worry so much about the thread if you have one webinar and you have Facebook ads leading up to it and emails. That 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 is a pretty straightforward way to keep that thread very clear and untangled. Um, another way to get to your theme is to think of the overall vision and goal. Maybe the reason you've created this thing. So maybe it's not even the meaning of and the outcome that people can expect or those nuggets, but maybe it's like, hey, remember, I created this for you because of this. Sometimes you can get to what your theme is just by saying, well, why did I create this? And then you can keep reminding people in different ways um, like your main belief behind what you created. So for example, fearless launching isn't so much about being scared to launch, but rather being prepared, curious, willing to revise. And those things allow you to be fearless in my mind. And so I like to bring in those little touches, those little reminders throughout the launch. I often talk about preparing, planning, being curious, asking questions, being willing to revise, being prepared, being okay with things not being perfect. You know, there, there are some reoccurring themes that I like to weave in to almost everything that I do. 
And like, just like this, this story isn't going to be perfect the first time you put it out there, but it, it, but it's just a way to kind of ground you like, okay, if this is the story that I'm doing this, have I mentioned this thematic thing in the last email or in the last blog post? Is the thread still visible? And it's, it's really important to talk this stuff out. It's hard to talk about theme, even on the, on the podcast, because theme is so, um, it's so hard to define in a way because it can, you can, you can have something that's visible or in like an invisible theme, something that helps you create all the content. It could be a filter question. So, you know, the main thing is think to yourself, what is this thing I've created all come back to? What's the narrative? What's the reason? The underlying, my underlying belief, my mission. Sometimes that's enough of a thread. And how you got here or where you are now and why you're doing this. Um, so just start thinking about that. I mean, this is definitely one of those topics that there is no wrong answer. So your story can be anything you want it to be. So that's why, you know, I'm taking this part of the conversation, this third part of the launch conversation, a step further and talking about the ingredients that I really feel like are in a powerful launch story. And you can, I think, I think every launch story or launch has to have both of these, these kind of lines of, um, these, these, I'm just going to call them stories. I'm going to give up trying to figure out a name for story narrative. You know what I mean by now, hopefully. Okay. So first thing, first ingredient is pick a visible angle. Okay, cool. So this is the visible reason you are launching or something that will be easy to see and talk about almost every single time you write a blog post, send out an email, or that you can pop into social media messages. You can share with your affiliates. You can share with your clients, you can share with your current customers. It's a very easy surface reason. So that might be a date, time, or event. It might be a personal life event, something that's happening. My kid is sick. Yep, she's still sick. Oh, she's getting better. Oh, she's so much better. And thank goodness the door's open to the launch. You know, I mean, granted, you don't want to use your maybe your sick child as the theme, as this as the visible angle. But um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually throw, throw, a, throw the ball over to, to Jeff Walker, who also talked about a visible angle. I feel like he talked about it in one of his videos, um, where he talks about the tax sale. So the tax sale is the story. I feel weird doing those types of those launches. I don't think I will ever do one. It just feels weird. Hey, I need money for my tax bill. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, well, I don't think that's cool, but, but I mean, I get why you would do it. Like you can do it from the business's perspective, not the person like imagine Donald Trump, Trump doing a tax sale, which wouldn't happen. But anyways, um, okay. So it also could be a theme related to the product, like a very visible theme. Um, it could be a change in the industry, something visible that you can, you know, maybe cite a reference that shows that there's a change in the industry. This is pretty much anything you can think about as the why you're so pushed to do this launch right now. There's no wrong answer. You just have to keep it really clear and keep top and keep reminding people that that it's happening. So let me give you a few specific 
current examples. Since I'm talking about fearless launching, that's my girl, that's my baby. Um, that's my bay. Fearless launching is my bay. Oh my gosh, that is so going on a mug. Um, fearless launching is just just about to kick off a special, what I call a closing, because we're, I should say this in my in my uh, southern accent, a closing because we're upgrading launch. So I have to close the doors in order to finish building out our new home and all the new content for the program. So um, we've got some technical stuff happening behind the scenes. I want to make sure that I let, I, I thought, you know what, this is a good opportunity to just say last chance to get at the, at the, uh, and get the free upgrades, you know, instead of holding off until everything's ready, until everything's perfect, which also fits with my kind of ongoing theme. I wanted to give you anyone a chance that wants to, to join the program, get in the community right now, current pricing, get all the upgrades for free, um, and plus watch and be a, be part of the before and after in progress, because I think there's, there's a great story, um, in that before and after. So, but right now the visible is we're closing cause we're upgrading. Okay. And it's a short open and close cause we actually do have to open and close the doors. Okay. So that would be what I consider a time date kind of event related. Now, the next ingredient would be describing your why. So in addition to this surface reason you're doing the launch, the more visible, obvious reason, there's usual, usually at least one more narrative at play when you launch anything. Like I said, I like, like to have the visible and the stuff that's like underneath that's kind of hiding and this seemingly sub or lesser story is really the undercurrent to help people get up close to the real reason your product even exists. And I believe it gives your launch depth, gives it more meaning. It gives it some kind of like, it's got, it's got juice or something. <laughs> um, anyway, Simon Sinek talks about this, your why, knowing your why, defining your why in his famous book, Start With Why, for a reason. And I, I'm going to put a link to his um, one of his, TED, his talks. I, I'm sure that I can find a, one that um, is similar to the one that I've seen live before as well. And basically, you know, starting with your why just gives people the reason to care about you, about what you're doing, and also want to be part of it. Um, so if your launch, let's say, was an iceberg, above the water would be the visible reason, and below the water, that is actually anchoring the iceberg in into its spot in the ocean, um, waiting for Titanic to come, uh, is the why. And if your time of the year is the surface reason for launching, let's say it's a holiday promotion, your deeper why is that you know the time of year might trigger a certain amount certain amount of emotion or struggle that you're hoping to help see people through. It could be anything. I mean, business, health, love, relationships, all of that. So it can be for products that are business or personal related. We are emotional beings. And let me just say that it's critical to understand this piece because humans are emotional no matter what we do. And we, you can say what you want, but launches are personal. There's another theme that I have yet to really introduce, but 
launches are personal. I know that we're we're not supposed to get romantic about our business. Gary Vee has said that, and I do believe that that's true. But we're also human, so we feel it when someone doesn't show up to a webinar or someone we thought was going to enroll in our program did, doesn't. We feel that as, you know, we, you can't just kind of like wash that off or like, oh, no big deal. If you can, that's amazing. But I, I'm a very um, personal person and I feel those things. And I think that many of you are too. So... This is the case, basically, describing your why is is a really powerful way to just connect people to you as well. One of the things that I realized the other day, I was at lunch with a bunch of women, and I said, you know, I wish I could scale the way I am one-on-one with people because I feel like it's so easy for me to connect and to understand what they're going through and see what they want and try to give them support. It's so easy, and it feels so effortless. And I want to do that with everybody, but it's so difficult to scale that one-on-one feeling. And I often feel like I can't give enough. I often feel like I'm not giving enough. I'm not giving enough value. And so you might see some, like right now, one of the upgrades to Fearless Launching is going to be me really making some serious cuts to things that aren't necessary in the program that don't make it more powerful, that don't make or improve someone's experience that were possibly there because I felt like I needed to give more stuff. But we all know stuff doesn't really fill your life up, right? I mean, it does, but it doesn't necessarily fill your heart. Okay. And with that, let me talk about the final part of this story so we can wrap this puppy up. Um, Okay. Don't break the thread. The thread and the balance and keeping it untangled. If you're thinking about it as like this little thin thread, um, ladies, if you have those necklaces, if you have those necklaces that get easily tangled, oh man, those just make you crazy. If you can always think of like a string too that, that like just gets tangled up, there's no untangling. So think about this thread and the final ingredient in the whole story is understanding when to talk about the surface or the emotional, the deeper part, when to lay it on thick, when to pull back, when to, when to be a little bit more wordy, less wordy, when to give space and not say anything. Um, striking a balance between emotions, logistics, practical reasons for someone to pay attention to what you're offering is definitely something you don't start being amazing at like you get better at it over time and you know for me I know I never stop aiming at just getting better at improving and understanding your audience is key to this you know so that's why for me I put a lot of time into meeting people and meeting with people and getting to know people one-on-one so that I can keep that thread clear these people help me make it clear because I'm talking to people um, and so understanding who you're talking to, even if they're not, even if they're never going to buy, like someone who is just, who's always a great commenter on your stuff on social media, someone who emails you often after, after you send your newsletter out, those are the people you want to really connect with and just remind yourself who that you are talking to humans and you need to 
have a little bit of understanding and, and grow and learn how to be understanding. Anyways, we go into this piece of understanding who and what you're offering them, what, what, how you even figure that out. That's a whole other, other story, but we do talk more about this customer, I guess it would be called customer research, but it's really just getting to know who you're talking to and who who your audience is. We do that inside Fearless Launching. That's going to stay in there and it's only getting better. Um, In the meantime, here's what I would like you to do. So now you know some of the pieces that I've talked about. You know, if you can see the theme throughout this episode, I talk about, you know, starting the conversation on the surface and then going deeper into some of the other kind of details and plans and goals and 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 descriptions of of your program of the people in your program so we start on the surface and we go a little bit deeper same thing happens in the in the story in the conversation the final part of your conversation you need to have before anything happens is about this thread because it will define everything it'll define you know, when you launch, maybe what you launch, how you launch it, what marketing activities you're going to do, and how long you stay open and what types of emails you send and how, and will you do a Google Hangout face-to-face with people or Zoom, Zoom Hangout, or will you just do, will you just do a pre-recorded workshop? It, it gives you so much information. So what I would challenge you to do right now and this week, maybe in the next couple of weeks, is find a, someone you really trust and schedule time with them to at least have part one of the conversation where they can ask you those questions and you can answer them. And then, then I want you to download the launch workbook, which I put a link to in the, in the blog post to start thinking about your launch and thinking about what you, you might not have all the answers to this book. It's not, it's not a fast turnaround thing. It's something that a tool you'll actually use during your launch. This is not a marketing tool to get you to do anything. This is actually to help you figure out what you're going to launch and how you're going to do it. Um, so that's why it takes a little bit longer. I do have a cheat sheet and oh my goodness, I have a, I have a blog post coming up about cheat sheets. My goodness, because they drive me bananas. Um, and number four, have part two of that conversation as we described here, where you go a little bit deeper, you talk about your launch workbook. Maybe you just talk through it. Don't, don't worry about filling it out. Just talk through it. And then brainstorm. The final piece is brainstorming about the story. So brainstorm a surface reason and a deeper reason that you want to launch. So this story piece is going to come in handy. I'm going to tell you when. Okay. So I, I, at the beginning of the episode, I told you we're going to have a workshop. Well, it's coming up next week. And depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully you don't miss it. But if, if you do just email me and I will shoot you a link to the replay, if it's still available, it just depends on where it's going to live at the time. And it's going to all actually be about list building for your launch, which story comes in mighty handy. And all of this information you're going to do with this conversation comes in mighty handy when you are starting to think about building a launch list and building a list of people that actually want what you're probably going to offer or you know for sure you're going to offer. So I'm going to put that link in the comments below. And then finally, 
I've given you so many calls to action. Are you going to be able to handle it? Anyways, go over to the blog post, read everything there just to kind of get another form of media into your brain and into your kind of psyche. And hopefully I will see you at that webinar. It is going to be awesome. And there will be a replay. So if you cannot attend, don't worry. But head over to andsomewarelove.com and check out the, the article that goes right along with this and with this episode. And you're going to find all the links you need, all the resources you need. And definitely leave me a comment. If you have questions, reach out to me. I'm here for you. Okay. Thanks again for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. And I will see you next week.